This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Okay, this is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I am the president of World Ministries International as well as Eagles Saving Nations. I'm going to start a new series today. It's going to be on demons, Satan. We're going to go into, before the series is over, we're going to go into things like the movie Avatar, The Little Mermaid. Because some people are watching all of this stuff, thinking it's innocent, and it's not innocent. We have marine spirits, we have Hindu spirits, we have other things. And they wonder why their prayers aren't working, why they're being beat up. But they don't even understand how spirits attack them. Some people don't even believe in them. I know at the beginning of many denominations, they knew how to cast out demons. Now some of them have forgot. Instead, they'll send a person who has demons to a counselor. If you counsel in the Word of God, it's the same thing. That's what pastors do. We counsel in the Word of God. But if you don't understand... What is troubling that person, that it's demonic and you don't know how to deal with it. The word of God itself will not set them free unless it's applied. And if you're dealing with strong spirits, you have to cast them out. And some of these Christian counselors don't even understand the demonic. Not yet can they cast them out. And you can bring somebody to a counseling session for 20 years. Get a lot of money from them as they're never set free. The origin of Satan Where is it? Now, I'm going to use the Bible as my source. Also, Advanced Deliverance 1 by Dr. Drew Roos. If you want to take courses on understanding demons, how to cast them out, we offer it. We have a Bible school. We offer it online. Go to my website, worldministries.org. Worldministries.org. Over 100 professors, over 300 courses under Christian Life School of Theology. We have a school that we can sign you up, take you through these courses on deliverance, one and two, as well as much more. We could actually take you all the way through, even through a doctorate degree. Very easy, not much money. We're not paying for, again, a library in a university. We're not paying for all the buildings, the professors. You can take it online. You can offer it in your church on DVD, 10 hours, syllabus. Textbook, two weeks to do a test. Again, if you want to get courses from our Bible school, go to worldministries.org. Again, Ezekiel 28, 13 through 19. It talks about, again, the origin of Satan and what happened to Satan. The fall of Satan. 
He was the anointed cherub, created the most beautiful of all angels, a title given only to one, yet because of pride. How is it that we get in trouble? Now, if you know anything, you get in trouble usually in anything by, because of your pride. You don't have to be a Christian. You want to be successful at work, you better not have too much pride. They'll fire you. You better be able to be taught and corrected or they fire you. Pride is a real curse. It stops a learning process. It stops you listening. It stops you from being prosperous and promoted. If you're a Christian, you can't move much in the Holy Spirit with your pride. It gets in the way. Satan's pride, he wasn't called Satan, the anointed cherub, again, created the most beautiful of all angels. If you have too much beauty, women, watch out. Don't let your pride get in the way. How about men? You think you're a muscle man. Better be careful. Because of pride, he was pulled down. He aspired to be equal with God. He rebelled. This rebellion will not be entirely consummated until Satan is cast in the lake of fire. Again, Ezekiel 28, 7. Behold, therefore, I am bringing strangers upon you, the most terrible of the nations. They shall draw their swords against the beauty of your wisdom, and they shall defile your splendor. Satan can appear as an angel of light. He can appear as Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus appeared unto me. Was it Jesus? Was it? Depends on what he said. There was an angel, fallen angel, my father pastored in Hawaii at one time. I was six and seven years old, five when I went. First night in this parsonage that was deserted for three to six months. I went to sleep, tried to sleep, and in the doorway I saw a light of a figure, of a person. It came toward me. I was a little boy. I pulled the covers over my head. It still kept coming. I lost my voice. I tried to scream for my dad or mom. It reached its hand toward me. I finally got my voice and screamed. My dad ran into the room and cast the demon out. The next morning, our pet goat was going crazy, trying to kill itself, banging its head to crush it in the wall. My grandmother, Letter Hansen, missionary to China, as well as Singapore and Malaysia, said, Bud, do you think that demon went in the goat? My dad said, it had to. He went out and cast it out of the goat. Demons are looking for bodies. We're going to discuss it. Rather have people, but it'll sure take animals. You, you say, you know, that animal acts like he's demon-possessed. Maybe it is. I remember my, my grandpa in China. A goat ran into his church, flopped right down on the altar. My grandpa looked. Looked at his wife, Letta, that's not normal. Cast the demon out of the goat. The goat returned normal, pranced out of the church. Isaiah 14, 12 through 6. How are you fallen from heaven, O light bringer and day star, son of the morning? How you are cut down to the earth, you who are weakened and laid prostrate the nations. O blasphemous Satan, king of Babylon, and you said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars. I will sit upon the mount of the assembly in the uttermost north. 
I will ascend upon the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. Yet you shall be brought down to Hades, Shiloh, to the inmost recesses of the pit, the regions of the dead. Those who you see will gaze at you and consider you saying, Is this the man who made the earth tremble, who shook the kingdoms? Isaiah 14, 12 through 16. Look how exalted he was at one time. This is where people can get in trouble that work for senior pastors or apostles. Oh, I, I am just as good. That transfer anointing from Elijah to Elisha, from Moses to Joshua, was a life of faithfulness. You see some that break away early. What happened? Judgment. Look how many died under Moses, thinking they knew as good as Moses. Leading a rebellion. Even Miriam. I'm as good as my brother. God can speak to me. Leprosy. There are to be people today in ministry all over the world that would be much higher in the kingdom if they did not rebel against authority over them. Some of them are no longer. And they once moved in the nations. Now where are they moving? In a butcher shop, cutting meat. If I go in there, I wanted a good sirloin or a good uh, ribeye. But they were moving in the nations until vanity swept in from evil spirits or an evil wife. You know, not all men and women spouses are speaking godly things to you. Some of them might be leading you astray. You know, Job at least recognized his evil wife. Some listen to their evil wife and they lose their destiny. Revelation 12, 7 through 9. Then war broke out in heaven, Michael and his angels going forth to battle with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought. But they were defeated, and there was no room found in them in heaven. And the huge dragon was cast down out, that ages old serpent who is called the devil and Satan. He who was the seducer, deceiver of all humanity the world over, he was forced out and down to earth, and his angels were flung out along with him. His angels were flung out with him. It seems that Christians have made a big mistake in putting down Satan and his power. I believe we need to walk carefully when we're referring to him. By seeing things which, according to the scriptures, we have no right to say, we give Satan legal right to torment us and afflict us. I hope you caught what I just said. Many people get so arrogant, they don't study the word of God, only they know he's defeated. Yeah, God defeated him, not you. Let's look at Jude 8 and 9. Nevertheless, in the like manner, these dreamers also corrupt the body, scorn and reject authority and government, and revile and libel and scoff at heavenly glories, the glorious ones. But when even the archangel Michael, contending with the devil, judiciously argued, disputed with the body of, about the body of Moses, he dared not presume to bring an abusive condemnation against him, but simply said, the Lord rebuke you. I've heard all sorts of nonsense by ignorant people talk about the devil and what they're going to do to him. Ignorance. And then they wonder why they're really under attack and beat up. Because I guess they didn't defeat the devil. The Lord defeats the devil. The Lord rebuke you. The devil is still on earth. He's the prince of this earth, the Bible says. He's not going to be discharged from that place of authority until the battle of Armageddon. We need to be careful. The Lord rebuke you. 
This tells us some of the authority the devil has. As we know, we have power over him only in the spirit. We are not allowed to bring railing accusations against him. We should only say, the Lord rebuke you. You know, some people you hear say all sorts of nonsense. Oh, he is a slimy, dirty old devil. Oh, slewfoot. Usually these people's lives are torn to pieces. Don't give Satan power to come against you. The Lord rebuke you. He, the, he's afraid of the Lord, not you. The devil is not afraid of you. You are literally nothing but a piece of clay with too much pride. Appearance, Satan must be a gorgeous creature look upon. Ezekiel 28, 13. The 12th verse, Ezekiel 38, gives us more insight. You are the full measure and pattern of greatness, exactness, giving the finishing touch to all that constitutes completeness, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Wow. The King James of the Bible gives us a description. Ezekiel 28, 13. The workmanship of thy tabrets and thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that thou was created. Now get this. Satan is using music to his great advantage. We are aware of things such as backward masking, a procedure in which record or tape, when played in reverse, brings forth a different message. If you are not acquainted with this procedure, I suggest you acquire a book, Rock at the Christian Bookstore. Some of the current rock groups are doing more occult than full-fledged witches are. They drink their own urine, eat their own waste, to the light of thousands of teens. Did you hear what I said? On stage, they drink their own urine and eat their own waste. Satan is alive on planet Earth. However, his days are numbered. Satan uses music to infiltrate. That's why you need to be careful with the music you use. I've, you know, I remember 30, 40 years ago when I was a younger Christian listening to some young Christians. Oh, it doesn't matter. It does matter. The gateways. I've always been against even cowboy music. I know a lot of people like cowboy music, Western music. But if you listen to the lyrics, it's all immorality. How they're going to go into the tavern and take a girl out and mess around with her, share some liquor, cheat on their husband. You don't have to listen to rock. You can listen to Western music. And yet so many Christians listen to it. Are you listening to the words of Western music? It's all immorality and drunkenness. You're going to go out in a good old time. The Lord rebuke you. Spirit of a suicide. But a demon said, I am not suicide. I am country music. Isn't that something? I just read a case. You know, the Lord rebuke you, spirit of suicide. And the demon said, I'm not suicide, I'm country music. Yeah. Country Western music. The rhythm, beat of rock music, is bad. Even Christian rhythm beat music. We got to be careful. A lot of churches, the worship team is in sin. Got to be careful. Churches, youth group, I would not let a young, single man or woman be a youth pastor. They need to be married and more some maturity. The youth are, they need so much help. And so many times 
a single pastor is getting himself in trouble, either as simple fornication or worse sins of sex. You read about it all the time. Why do you put that much flesh temptation before this young man that her hormones are going off the charts and he doesn't know how to control his body? Tell me why. Just to build up numbers? Satan, clothed with every precious stone. I make mention of this all not to lift him up, but to keep aware that we are dealing with a man, a spirit, a dignitary who has been given power by God. He's the prince, a dignitary of this world. If we're going to war effectively against his kingdom, we need as much information as possible about him and his helpers. Glorious ones. 2 Peter 2.10 <clears throat> Now all these should be established by two or more witnesses. A second witness from God's word concerning dignitaries, particularly those who work, walk after the flesh. Indulge in the lust of polluting passion and scorn and despise authority. Presumptuous and daring, self-willed and self-loving. They scoff at and revile at dignitaries, glorious ones without trembling. Whereas even angels, those superior in might and power, do not bring a defaming charge against them before the Lord. And yet, people talk so foolishly against Satan. Is the devil, Satan, a real person? Some say the devil is an abstract design, an attitude, an idea, or influence. This is incorrect. The Bible says he is a real person. 1 Peter 5, 8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, okay, adversary, let's break it down, opponent in a lawsuit, as a roaring lion walks about seeking whom he may devour. He wants to destroy you. He wants to destroy you through rock music, through country western. He wants to destroy you through your girlfriend if you're a man and you're not wise. The devil would have us believe he does not exist. That's what he's trying to do with Avatar and the Little Mermaid. Uh, we don't exist. The devil doesn't exist. Evil spirits don't exist. Oh, this is just a nice little water movie. He would have us believe we do not have a fight on our hands. Yet the Apostle Paul says that we're in a war. God is real. Satan is real. He is not a figment of your imagination. Jesus spent 50% of his time casting out spirits. That should tell you something. You say, my pastor, I've never seen him cast out a spirit. I guess he's not copying Jesus very well. Jesus did it a lot. Because spirits were fighting. What is a demon? The word demon is not used in the King James. However, the reference toward unclean spirits and devils is what is commonly referred to as demons. The Greek word, daimonon, D-A-I-M-O-N-I-O-N, means demonic being. Deity, devil, God. The Old Testament Name, S-A-I-A-S-H-E-D, means hairy one, kid, seat, spoiler, and destroyer. A demon is a personality. A companion looking for a house, a body in which to live in to express itself. 
According to the Webster's Dictionary, a personality has four distinct qualifications or qualities. A demon or unclean spirit has everything necessary to qualify as a personality. The devil wants to stop the anointing on your life. Anointing, the power to perform your calling. If he cannot stop the anointing on your life, he tries to dilute or dis dis diminish your anointing. Nicotine bondage, alcohol, social drinking bondage, drugs, force bondage. He's trying to dilute the effectiveness or anointing on your life if he can't stop it. The four qualities are knowledge, will, emotions, and the ability to speak. Again, the four qualities that make up a personality. Knowledge, will, emotions, and the ability to speak. Knowledge. An unclean spirit cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know you are the Holy One of God. Mark 1.24 Demons know things about you. I can walk into rooms and cause a stir. People are uneasy with me, or they like me. The devil hates the Jesus in you. He hates the anointing on your life. Will. Then he says, I will go back to my house from which I came. Matthew 12, 44. Emotions. You believe that God is one? You do well. So do the demons believe in shudder. In other words, inferior, horror, such as makes a man's hair stand on end and contract the surface of his skin. James 2, 19. Finally, the ability to speak. And the demons begged him, saying, Send us to the hogs that we might go into them. Mark 5, 12. Demons are personalities or companions without corporate existence. We can look for them, but are unable to see them with our natural eyes. You must discern them. These spirits desire a body to have a way in which to express themselves. Throughout God's word, we find these evil spirits tormenting and possessing human bodies. These unclean spirits are essentially and irrevocably evil creatures. They are angry with God because they fell from their estate. Their main objective is to torment and afflict the human race. They come to torment you, to afflict you, to discourage you, and to destroy you if possible. They come to steal, kill, destroy. When an individual is born again, he entered into warfare with the kingdom of Satan. You say, I'm a Christian now, everything is happening. Yes! The Holy Spirit and evil spirits are fighting. Some people like to paint a picture, everything is rosy when you become a Christian. No, the war has just begun. They already had you before. So you're not fighting the same type of warfare. Again, the Jesus in you, the devil hates and demons hate. They hate the anointing on your life. 32 degree Mason wanted his baptism, but masonry was holding him back. He renounced it, and immediately he was baptized in the Holy Spirit. Why do I say that? What's holding you back? What's holding you back? I know some people, maybe I've known them for long time, 20 years. And they're not baptized in the Holy Spirit. What's holding them back? What 
There's probably something. Is it just laziness, stubbornness, pride? What is it? Doubting the word of God? Something's holding them back. What is holding you back out there? Is it one of what I mentioned or something else? Is it another type of sin? Demons are organized. The Apostle Paul says in the book of Ephesians 6.2, well, let's, let's take it back to Ephesians 6.12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of the world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Principalities over a city. He is working with all these demonic forces that have an attitude over a city. Spirit over a city can touch you. Some cities have prejudice because of the slave market. Have you ever flown into a city airport and said, man, this feels bad? Maybe you are sensing spirits, principalities in that city. There are key words in the scripture. Russell denotes close contact and struggle. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to continue next week on part two on demons. Worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Sign up today for my newsletters, join our Bible school, support our ministry, worldministries.org. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.